And it's 8.03 and 51, 52, 53 seconds on Wednesday night. It's Simcha and Nasi here in the radio for Simcha Cohen and Nasi on the radio. <laughs> Anyways, it's Wednesday night. It's raining and it's cold. But you know what? Listen, hey, it's December. It's finally getting cold. Okay. And we're here. First of all, we have an unbelievable announcement. We would like to wish a Mazal Tov and a Mabruk to our very own Nisim Lazari and his wife on the beautiful engagement of his daughter, Hila, to Yehuda Cohen. And they're actually having Lachayim right now as we sit here. Um, this is a beautiful simcha for everybody involved, and uh, I'll be going there after the show to have to, to give a lechaim. I don't know if I'm going to have a lechaim, but not if you're driving. Not if I'm driving, and even if I'm not driving, it's only nine o'clock at night. Too early to have a lechaim on a Wednesday night. But anyways, so how was your week, Nasi? Baruch Hashem, good. Good, good. Yeah. Thank Very God. Good. Yeah. It's good when you. It's good. It's a good week. You know what? It it was a sarbatevis. You know what? I was reading a sarbatevis. People really don't may not realize it's a combination of a few different fasts. It's, it 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 really it's commemorating a few different fasts. But one of the main things that it, it the lessons that Rav Palm says we learn from a sarbatevis is not to take things for granted. And. Many, many, many of the bad things, if you look through Tanakh, many of the bad things that happened were when the Malachim, when Klal Yisrael took things, for gran- took things for granted and they didn't follow the way of Hashem and they thought they could do things their own way. And when the Malachim thought they could do things their own way, Malachim, I don't mean angels, I mean Malachim, kings, thought they could do things their own way. That's when, unfortunately, Hashem had to show us, had to show us that 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 things had to be done his way. And I'll never forget as long as I live. I was a young man, I was learning in Israel, and I was it was Shabbat, and I was by my aunt's house. My aunt used to live on the road that went from Tel Aviv to Haifa. And we were all sitting on the porch and we were talking. And the only one that wasn't talking was her. And she was normally very talkative. So I asked her, I said, Doda, I don't understand. Why aren't you talking? What she was doing was she was counting the army trucks that were traveling on the road. And she said, normally I would see maybe 10 army trucks go on Shabbat from Tel Aviv to Haifa. She goes, I counted 160 trucks so far today. She said, I'm sure they're going to break out a war tonight. I mean, that's exactly what happened Sunday. They broke out Muhammad Shlomo Galil. It was a war of aggression against Lebanon. And it was an unbelievable experience for me, being an American in Israel and being there during war. First thing we noticed was the streets were empty from soldiers. There were practically no soldiers on the streets because they were all called up. But the second thing we noticed on Friday when we went to town, 
to do our normal things that we did in town, which was get our groceries and stuff, we noticed that parents were looking at us. Mothers were looking at us. And the way they were looking at us was not in a nice way. They were looking at us like, why is my son fighting in a war and you're not? And we felt very uncomfortable. And we went back to the yeshiva that day, I remember. And that, what's a Shabbat, Rav Yochanan Rudensky, who's the, one of the rabbis there, gave a speech, he gave a shmooz, and in the shmooz he said, the reason why Hashem causes things like this to happen is to increase Kiddush Hashem in the world, increase Hashem's Kiddushah in the world, that people should pray to Him for salvation, and that there should be miracle stories that should happen, that people should see the miracles of the hands of Hashem. So he said, if we're not going to war, the way we could cause Kiddush Hashem is we should learn more. If we can learn more Torah, if we could dedicate ourselves to more Torah, then we could make Kiddush Hashem. And we made a unanimous decision in the yeshiva that week that we were no longer going to town on Friday and we added an extra learning time on Friday afternoons. And every week, two different guys went and with a shopping list, they bought everybody groceries. And it was one, that was the most solid seder in probably my entire life. Because when we were sitting and learning, nobody else, we were sitting and learning because that was when nobody else was learning. And that was a time that no one ever learned. Friday afternoon, getting ready for Shabbat, all the yeshiva boys go to the city. We didn't. And that's a, such a powerful experience. Asar Batavis is about understanding every mitzvah that we do, every good thing that we do, every kindness that we do, every word, letter, every breath of Torah that we breathe makes a difference. And that's why... This radio station is so important. That's why kids are the most important. My audience is the most important because you kids can make the difference. You don't have your lives complicated with all sorts of other things. All you have to do is sit and learn and love Hashem. If you could do that, then you are doing so much more than us adults who get distracted and have to do all sorts of other things. You could do so much more just by that. And that's why... I want to mention what I mentioned two weeks ago, and I want to mention again. I want to have a night for kids to dedicate to kids speaking out, screaming out how much they love Hashem, and screaming out how much they're dedicated to Hashem, screaming out how much they love to be Jewish and they love to keep the Torah. We should have a rally, like they had an Asifa against the internet. They should have Asifa of kids, and I need somebody to sponsor. Someone should call on the radio station and say, you know, I'm willing to give money for this. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. We're not going to be giving out like, you know, like uh, fancy foods. It's just to, to or, or someone to sponsor a space for this. To get as many kids as possible. We could have hookups in different places. And not to say Tilim, that's a wonderful thing, we'll say Tilim. But to have the ability to stand up and say at the top of our lungs, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elkeinu Hashem Echad. And to be makabal on ourselves, Kamocha. To everybody be Kabbalah on ourselves that we're going to be nice to each other and to ban all the negativity, to get rid of the negativity, the bullying, all the nastiness, and to just show everybody the power 
of kids. That's what we need to do. We need to show that the most powerful force in the world today is you. You kids are the most powerful force in, in the influence of Hashem and also in the influence of the world. How many adults I know became religious because their kids became religious? It's a tremendous power. And you know what? I even venture to say, kids, if, if, if someone sponsors this and if we get this going, then I have an idea that kids can write in and we can have contests. And kids can go up and in front of everybody, they can, they can read their statements of loving Hashem and read their statements of appreciating Hashem. And we could have hookups in different schools. Who knows? It could be huge. What do you think, Nussie? I think it's a good idea. He gave me a thumbs up. It's a good idea. You know why? It's not a complicated message, guys. The message is, I love Hashem. The message is, we thank Hashem. I try and sit down every day after I pray, write down what are the things that I thank Hashem for. Sometimes it's something so silly. But you know what? I'm very thankful to Hashem. Thankful to Hashem that, you know what? The second I got to work today, it started pouring. And I missed it by like three drops. That wasn't an accident. Because the guy came in five minutes after me. It looked like a wet sponge. Anyways, I think we're ready to take some callers. The number to call in is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. J-Root Radio. This is Simcha Cohen. And we are taking our first caller. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. How you doing? Good. What do you think of my idea? I think it's very good. Okay. So if we get it sponsored, you're going to be there front and center, right? I'll be the sponsor. I hope so. You know what? Never. God willing, you should grow up to be a big gavir. But a Talmud Chacham too. Right. A Talmud Chacham and a gavir. Right. Right. Well, actually, the biggest gavir in the world is a Talmud Chacham because he's supplying the exactly. world with something that nobody else could supply. Right? Who are you talking about? I'm talking about a Talmud Chacham is the biggest gavir in the world because he's giving the world what nobody else can give. Only if he's a rabbi or also if he's like, only if, like if he learns by himself. It doesn't matter. Anybody that's lucky enough to be involved in Torah is is the foundation and the fiber of this world. And anybody that's lucky enough to teach it, then, I mean, what could you say? They're, they're, they're diamond dealers. They're dealing in diamonds. And you, my son, my friend, are a diamond. What's going on? Good, Marcus. I'm in a very preachy mood tonight, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> in a very what? Preachy mood. I'm in the mood of preaching. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm speeching away. It's okay. Do you get I'm in a very t- rushing mood because I have to go to mayor like now. Okay, so, so you, sh- you should get there. I guess we'll speak. Well, I'm in well. Thank you for calling in. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, um, you're on the diamond? air. Sweet Diamond. No, not Sweet Diamond. Done? Laser Diamond. Laser Diamond. Yeah, yeah. Sweet Diamond's a friend of mine. How are you, Laser Diamond? Baruch Hashem. Thank Hashem for everything in the world. You got it. That's the message. Thank Hashem for everything in the world. And I think this this thing to make a big thing, it's a very good thing. You know, if it was up to me, I would coordinate the whole thing. If it's up to me. If I, you're going to be I, there, I, my friend. If it's up to me, I will do it for you. Laser, you don't think that you're going to get the first invitation? 
Probably. Yeah, I will. It's up to me. You're going to get the first invitation. You so can't it's, have, it's, can't it's have a good thing for, for Claudia Yisrael. You know, we're make a little event, a little thing for everybody. Yep, we're going to get it done. Anyways. I'd like to say hi to Ari Gross. Okay. Uh, he's Be well. Have a great day. Oh, you too. Take care. Hi, 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 you're on the air. Hello? How are you? Good. What's cooking? Nothing. Well, I guess not. It's 8.15. Supper's probably already done. What's, what's on your mind? I hate my bus driver. Well, he's only, I, I, why do you hate your bus driver? I don't know. He comes too late. That's why you hate him because he comes too late? Yeah. All right. Do you know something? I don't hate anything. I don't think I really hate anything. I dislike some things, but I don't even know. Uh, how do, do you even know your bus driver? How do you hate somebody you don't know? You What you're trying to say, my friend, is you don't like something. My, I don't like something my bus driver does. He comes late. You can't hate him for such a thing. You know what I mean? Hello? Anybody home? Okay, have a good night. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, I would like to thank Hashem um, that I could get up and go to school every day. You are so, so smart. That is such an important thing to thank Hashem for. How old are you? Eight. You're eight years old and you appreciate that? Do you know that there are some Bali Musser that take their whole life to get to that stage? And you're saying something that huge, huge rabbis say? That's fabulous. So you probably say thank you all the time to your mother and father, right? Yeah. That's right, because you know how to appreciate things. Thank you very much for the show. Thank you very much for the show, too. You called in. You make the show special. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, so the kid who waits is bus driving to thank Hashem that he's able to go to school. That's right. But I think that kids should yeah. not hate. How do you hate a bus driver? The guy's doing his job, and who knows? You shouldn't hate. You're supposed to have love. You can't Hashem hate created it. the world. We should have love. We That's should right. love each other, not hate each other. That's right. No matter if the bus driver does something wrong by coming late, you still got to love him. He's able He's he able to to go to school. That's right. And you want to know something, Tzaddik? I hate to break it to that kid. The bus driver is not late. The bus driver gets there when the Avisha lets him get there because that's just the way it is. Nothing is late in life. Everything has its time. And who knows the bus driver came at this time because that's the show that the Kaddish Baruch Hu expected him to come. And that's the bottom line. Anyways, thank you for calling. Have a nice day. You too. Thanks. Hi, you're on the air. Huh? Hi, how you doing? I want to thank Hashem that um, the earth is like in the perfect position to the sun. Like we're not too close, we're not too far. That's true because we'd be french fries if we were any closer. Um, and also, I have so many tests. I have a math test tomorrow, and the next day, on Monday, I have a Columbus test. <laughs> on Tuesday, I have a uh, parish test. On Wednesday, I, I have a Deer's test. On Thursday, I have a vocabulary test. I, you know something? I, if I didn't know better, I think you're probably in school. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? My friend, this is life in school. You have tests. When you get older, you're going to have blood tests, and you're going to have heart tests, and you're going to have colon tests, all sorts of different tests. Okay? So right now, you take the written tests. Be happy with them. Later, you're going to have different tests. So enjoy the written tests when you're kids. Trust me. I'd rather take those tests than the other tests. <laughs> Scare her off. <laughs> but it's true. I don't take written tests. I take blood tests and blood pressure tests. Anyways, hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? Hashem. Hashem is going on? Okay, what time? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thank you for calling. Hello? Laser Diamond again. I want to tell you something. Tell me. Um, you know, this radio is it's a very good radio show, and it keeps the Yiddish guy going on, and that's what we need in the worst of causes. People in this world have to talk to other people. Yeah. And it's a good thing you have this. Thank you so much. It's a good thing because... Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Laser. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. How are you? Garbar Hashem. I wanted to say thank you, Hashem, for doctors so that they can take care of us. You're so right. And as long as we know that the doctors are only shlichim, they're only messengers, then we're good. Right? Uh-huh. Doctors are only yes. messengers. You want, can I tell you? How old are you? I just called them before. Oh, you called them before. Okay, so you're like right 10 minutes older. Right? Right, yeah. Okay, very good. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? How you doing? Good. Are you related to Yehuda Cohn? No, I'm not. I mean, ultimately, yes, because we're both from Zara Aaron So way back when, my, our, our ancestors pushed cows around, but other than that, uh, I'm not related. I'll find out when I get there. Maybe, maybe I am, but I don't think so. I'm I'm okay. I'm, a Mor- I'm a Moroccan Cohen, and and I think he's a Syrian Cohen. Oh wow! Okay. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Me? Yes, you. Um. Yeah. Um. I want to think of some of have parents and like normal and healthy parents. You're so so smart, and I want to thank Hashem that we have kids that realize that their parents are normal. Because that's very important. I have kids calling all the time me. My parents are this, my parents are that. You're a tzaddik. You're, 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 you're a great kid. You realize your parents are normal. And also, like, that, like they sometimes, like, like, have to punish me. That life is tough. I think that a child that doesn't get punished is a never. It's life. Mm-hmm. It's life. This is, this is a problem. But I think that it's very good. Your parents are apparently teaching you lessons I'd like to use the word teaching you lessons rather than punish. But your parents are evidently disciplining you in a right way because you're understanding why they're doing it. Right. And also, um, like, once I was on the city bus and, like, and whatever, like, and, I, like, a lady came on and there was no more seats. So I stood up first and she told her friend, well, I never knew Jewish people could do this. Really? That's unbelievable. You know what's unbelievable? 
First of all, it's not unbelievable to me that a Jewish kid did that because we teach our kids the best things and Jewish kids are, 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 are wonderful. It's unbelievable that this lady just figured that out. Because anybody that I ever saw, my, my father-in-law was a big, big tzaddik. He's a Rebbe in Muncie for many, 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 many years. And their house is next to a, a it used to, it, it was next to where Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky lived. And Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky lived right next to a old age home for nuns and priests. And one of the ladies said to my father-in-law, she lived for 120, said that, you know, your children start out running around and they grow up to be such beautiful adults. She goes, and she didn't understand. What do you do? How do you, how do, you do that? She says, sometimes our kids are very well-behaved children. They grow up to be, they grow up to be criminals. So how do you do that? So the true explanation is because we learn Torah, right? Mm-hmm. But how do you explain that? But that's really what it is. We have the most beautiful kids in the world. Thank you for calling. And also, yeah, yeah. Also, um, do you have a daughter, Sandy? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I name my daughter Sandy, but I think they. I think they named the Hurricane Sandy, right? <laughs> Thank you for calling. Bye. Hello, you're on the air. Um, I. How you doing? You're not doing. That's the problem. Um, How you doing? Good, Baruch Hashem. I want to thank Hashem for my mora. I'm so happy that you want to thank Hashem for your mora. What, what, th- this specific mora or all the moras? All. All the moras, yes. Because I think moras are very, very important in life. I think everybody probably has one or two or three moras that, that they remember. You know what? I'm just thinking out loud, and I'd like to give a... a, 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 a you know, there was a mora in... in Chavitz Chaim, that was such an unbelievable Mora, and she was so kind, and she passed away recently. Her name was Mora Lifsha. And my older son said, you know what, Dad? She was just such a wonderful, wonderful person, and she was. But Hashem, Hashem should bless her soul. But she was such a wonderful person. You know what? My older son remembered her. So I want to thank Hashem for your Moras, too. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Hello. Hello. Hello, good evening. How are you? Good, Baruch Hashem. How are you? I am so super. What's going on? Um, I have a laughing problem. I'm like in the middle of class. My teacher was saying something very serious, and I burst out laughing. That is a problem. So what did you do? I didn't know what to do, and everyone was staring at me, and then some other kids started laughing. All right. That's, that's a, that. First of all, that's a disaster because I really can't blame someone who has a laughing fit. Some people have this thing that they just can't stop themselves. And when one person starts laughing, it's really contagious and it could be a real disaster. And I also start laughing when other people laugh. Right. Well, so do I. I mean, hello. That's because it's contagious. <laughs> but can I, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. If you have this problem, then you should like ask permission that if you feel it coming on, you should be able to like walk out of the classroom. Uh, I don't know when it's coming, so... Ah, no, you feel when it's coming. You feel that, like, grumble. And you could probably suppress <laughs> the first laugh. See, if you try and, like, hold in the first laugh, and you're eating something, then it comes out your nose. I'm sorry to be so blunt. 
Okay, no problem. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. At least she thanked me for making stuff come out her nose. What'd she thank me for? (laughs) Anyways. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? How are you? Good. What's cooking? I like to... I I think it's time that I have the best sister in the world, Marie Stellerwin. That's so nice. Okay, I thank Hashem that you have the best sister too. Okay, <laughs> you're on the air. Good evening. Is there a live person at the other end of this line? I guess not. Should we call that one one? Hi, you're on the air. Hello. How you doing? Good. Um. I want to think I send that on myself. That you're a, a what? That I'm myself. Okay. Was there an option to be somebody else? Yeah. Who? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I think I hear. I, I think I send that I exist. I don't think there are two people that have the same personality, though. But it's important to be yourself. I agree. Thank you for calling. That you're a, a what? How are you? That I'm myself. Okay. I got you. Could you lower? The, I heard myself. Hey, I just heard myself. Okay. Hi, you're on the air. Well, I, want, I think I said that I have very good friends and I go to a very good yeshiva. I, and you should thank Hashem that you also have a very good head and you say very smart things. That's beautiful. That of all the things to thank Hashem for, that's what you thank Hashem for. You are a smarty pants. And I think you should be very proud of yourself. How old are you? How old are you? Uh, eight. You're going to be a big time of Chacham Tzadik. You know you are. Because if you're appreciating things, Hakaras Atov is the most important mita. If you're appreciating things at eight years old, you got a future. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Good evening. How are you? I'm good. That's great. What's on your mind? Really? Well, not a lot, I guess. <laughs> good evening. How are you? Hi. I want to tell the person that said that she has a laughing problem that I have a kid in my class that also has a laughing problem, and it's very hard. Really? It is hard. I told you it's hard. It's not such an easy thing. And I always laugh when she laughs. Okay, so you know what? But you can't. You you have to try and stop it. You can't just go in and say I have a laughing problem, and and just say like and just accept it. You have to work on it. Sometimes you think about something really sad, and it helps. Like right. getting thrown out and sent to the principal and getting suspended or spelled. That can make me stop laughing. <laughs> okay, fine. Good night. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. Now you're on the air. Hello. How you doing? Good. I'm happy. But you didn't call me to tell me that you're doing good. What did you call me to tell me? I'm doing very good. Call me to tell you you're doing very good. What? You're doing very good? Are you doing excellent? Yeah, extremely excellent. Okay, I want to thank Hashem that I'm doing very good in school. That's great. You know something? Because what? You, that's great. Because when a person is doing it, should not take doing well in school for granted. Because some people really have a hard time, and it breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. So you're very lucky. So you know what you could do to really complete that picture? Yeah, what? Help someone else. Okay, I try to. That's great. 
Then you know what? Then you're a double tzaddik. If you can help somebody else, then you, then you, then you got it. All right. All right thank you very much. My Have pleasure. a great night. You too. Bye. Hello. 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 How you doing? Good. What's on your mind? Um, I want to say thank you, Tashem, for making J Radio. Me too. Me too. And I think everybody out there needs to say thank you, Hashem, for J Radio. And for all... And, o- and also for Dr. Simcha's um, oh, show. My. Thank you very much. I want to thank Hashem for Dr. Simcha's show too, because I love this show. I love the fact that kids call in and say such intelligent things. Not that thanking Hashem for me is so intelligent, but I thank you, Hashem, that I get to speak to such great kids. And I get the, the world to see what Jewish kids are like. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. What, what grade are you in? I'm fifth. Fifth? Like five? Yeah. So you didn't start Gemara yet, right? I did. You did? Fifth grade Gemara? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I, it's been a long time since I've been in fifth grade. So what what, what Masechet are you learning? I'm Barak Gainas. Okay. Wow. That, that, that's a... That's a that's his side Parak. So listen to me. You are learning Gemara. That is going to be the most important thing that you're going to do in your entire life. So soak right. in every word and pick up everything that your Rebbe teaches you because it's going to change your entire life. Right. Without even one exaggeration. Because it's going to, you're, you're going to carry it through. It's going to give you, you see, Jewish people don't get old. The base measures is full of people. Old people sitting learning. They don't get old. They, they, they have what to do forever. Mm-hmm. You have it in Jewish old age homes. You have Sadarim. You have Batev Midrashim. You have people sitting learning. Because Tyra right. carries you till, till 120. Right. So soak it in now. Don't miss a word. Because you build your foundations. You're going to be rich forever. Thanks for the tip. Okay. My pleasure. Thanks for the call. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Yes. For the girl who hung up the phone because she got scared of the test. Yes. She should know, she should know that Avram Avinu, the Jewish nation, only got the Jewish nation by Avram passing the 10 tests. 100%. Beautiful. If, if a person wants to become big, they must have tests. Right. Right. And, and, and you, you know something, that's, that's 100% right. And you know something, not, not only that, that, but not every not everybody shows their greatness the same way. Not everybody shows their greatness the same way. Yosef HaTzadik, his brothers didn't recognize his greatness. They had no belief that he could be anybody. They, they, they thought for sure he was going to be grow up to be terrible. <coughs> and says, I heard that when they went down to Mitzrayim, they went to look for their brother. They looked in the worst neighborhoods. They worked, they, they, looked, they looked with the Ganovim and, with, and with, the, with, the, with, the, with the terrible people. They thought they'd find him there. And they had You're no 100% idea. right. And they had a no person idea. Must know, a, person, a person must know in order to succeed, must have tests. That's if right. If a person avoids to the, all the tests that they have, 
then they cannot grow up to be rich. You give me such good things to say. I thank you so much for this very, very valuable Now, lesson. for the girl who had the, the laughing issue, since you mentioned Yosef at Sadiq, so I wanted to tell you what happened with his brothers when his brothers were laughing at Yosef. Yep. All the, yep. brother, all the brothers were laughing at Yosef for no reason, and Yosef became a king. Well, they were laughing because they thought what he was saying was, was sugar. I mean, they, right. They, 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 but they, the listen. fact is, if you laugh at someone, that person who you laugh at, that person becomes big. And you know something? You see by the G'daylem, even if a person's wrong, Nebuch, you see, you see by the G'daylem and by the great people, they don't laugh at them, they cry. Someone once came to my father's hotel and showed him something wrong that somebody did. I was trying to prove a point and this and that. So my father said, if you really believe this happened, you should be crying. Shouldn't be, you know, getting yourself into it and trying to make a big balagan. should be crying. I feel like crying. If I see a Jew does such a thing, I want to cry. And, 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 and not to laugh at anything. Thank you so much for calling. All the best. All the best. Thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, I wanted to say thank you, Hashem, for my eyes that I can see and my nose that I can smell and my hands that I can touch. That is so, so beautiful. And, and, and you'll see, when you learn how to daven, understand your davening, you'll see that in Nishmas Kolchai, we say we, we use our hands and our feet and our nose and our eyes and our ears all to serve Hashem. You can take all those things that you thank Hashem for and use them to serve Hashem, and it's such a great feeling. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a great day. You too. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Baruch Hashem. I'd like to thank Hashem for making money come in and money. Money flow, not just one person has money and one person doesn't. And for us, they're making, like, food and nature and everything. And thank you very much. Have a great okay, night. Okay, thank you. I would like to thank Hashem for the fact that he put in us chut chesed Do you understand how much chesed goes on in the Jewish nation? How much Jews take care of each other? It's not to be believed. And I want to thank Hashem for that. I'm thank Hashem that I'm Jewish. Hello, you're on the hello, you're on the air. Hello? How are you doing? What's going on? Um, there's a girl that's jealous of me. She's jealous of you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not good. How do you know she's jealous of you? She bothers me and I don't know. Well, if she bothers you, then she's probably jealous of you. So what do you think you could do? I don't know. Well, are you friendly with her? I tried to. Okay, now what happens? She just, I don't know, she just like yells and I don't know. Are you better than her at things? What? Are you better at her at certain things? Yeah. Okay. What are you better at? I don't know, I'm smarter. Okay, you're smarter. So you know what? Maybe you could help her learn. Maybe you could teach her. Maybe you could say, hey, I'd love to study with you. You want to study with me? See what happens. Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? How you doing? 
I want to thank Hashem for music. Ah, oh, me too. Me too. You know something? They couldn't bring Corbanas without music. Right. And I'm going to leave you also. Oh, very good. So you'll be saying, I'm already retired because I'm over 50. But you know what? You'll be in the base of Migdash. And it, let, let me tell you something. It, it, it's going to be something to hear. The, 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 the what emotion that a nigun, I'm talking about a holy nigun can give off. is It's not normal. You know what? You go to a Jewish wedding and you see the Heslavos and the dancing and the Simcha and you see what what a, a Nigan Shvikdusha gives over, it's not normal. It, it it just it drives up the whole energy. And I wanna thank Hashem for music too. Because you know what? Hashem could have made us all talk like this and it would not have been very exciting. Right? Yeah. Do you realize Hashem created sound? So Hashem created the fact that everything that hits together makes a different sound. Hashem did create music. He created the notes, and He created the scales, and He gave people the chachma to know how to give it over. Can I tell you a very interesting story? You want to listen on the phone or you want to listen on air? Phone. Okay. I used to drive Rabbi... Rav Chaim Kreisworth from Belgium around in New York. I used to be his driver. He was a very, very huge Sadiq. Very huge Sadiq. And I once took him to a bris in Manhattan Beach. And this bris was for the child of a person that owned a nightclub. And Rav Kreisworth was close to them. And at this bris was a Israeli singer whose name was Tzvika Pick. I don't even know if he's still alive. But he was, not that he wasn't religious, he dressed, it's not Lashon because he always did. This guy dressed so bizarre, it was like not to be believed. You couldn't even look at him, that's how crazy he dressed. It was like, it was, it was, it was, it was like you couldn't, you couldn't even, you didn't even want to go near him. Because it just, it just, it was disgusting. It was like, Really, really, very pretistic and very disgusting. And he had hair coming out like all over the place. I kids are mice, the guy who was a Mishuna de Cabria. And Rav Kreiser comes in and he says, Who is that? I said, Oh no. I said, His name is Tzvika Pick. He goes, What does he do? I said, Other than walk around like a clown, he's a singer. So he goes, He sings, really? I said, Yeah. He goes, Does he have records which is the old equivalent of uh cds or tapes i said yeah he goes i want to talk to him i said oh man so what why doesn't rashiva sit here i'll go bring you some food he goes no i want to talk to him i didn't know what was going to happen i promise you he walked over to him and he says shalom aleichem my name is riseworth what's your name so the guy says speak a pick he goes uh what do you do the guy says i'm a singer so Christ says, do you have a nice voice? He goes, yes. He goes, do you sing for people? He says, yes. But Kreiser looked him straight in the eye and said, I am jealous from you. I remember he said from you. He didn't say of you. So speaking of it, he said, why? He goes, because I have a terrible voice. And I always wish I could sing to Hashem. And I could make people be. 
But when I sing, people tell me to stop. He goes, when you sing, people like it and they listen. He goes, that's a gift from God. He goes, I wish you, you should have long years and you should always make people happy. I, it, blew, wow. it blew my mind. So what happens if Chrysler stood up to speak and who stood there with a yarmulke on his big, huge bush of hair? Speak a pick. Thank you. And he listened to every single word the rabbi said. That's the power of music. This whole show is worth your call. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Okay, take care. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, what's up? Um, I want to thank Hashem for my um, talents and skills. That's great. And also, I have a question for you. Yeah? Are you related to Rabbi Achiezer Cohen? No, but I know him. He, was, he was a camper when I was a head counselor. He's my rabbi. He's a good rabbi. He's tough, yeah. but he's good, yeah. And, and right. he lived around the corner from me. Wait, but I, he's, not, he's not related to you? No, he's not related to me. But, oh. but I, I know his parents, and, and, and I, I know him when he was like 10. <laughs> you were his counselor? I was his head counselor. All right, that's cool. Okay, very All cool. All right, thank you. Have a good thank night. You, you too. Bye-bye. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. How you doing? Um, I want to say that in school, we have this contest that's Kichofa, and every single day someone gets, like, this musical note, and they and um, they say, like, what they what they want to thank Hashem for that's on the be- musical note. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So I'm, I'm glad that, that this is something that everybody's doing, because every single morning we get up, we have so much to thank Hashem for. We, we really do. What, what, what grade are you in? Fifth. Fifth grade. That's the perfect age. Fifth grade is the age that the kids can really appreciate everything. Thank you for calling. Okay. Bye. Hello. Hi. We do ELA in school, and it gets me really, like, mad. You do ELA? Yeah. Well, I know. But you know what? <laughs> Here's the deal. It, it's an important thing. You know why it's important? Why? Because they take the scores from the ELAs and they compare them to all the other schools in the state, and then they look at the scores. No, we don't take the we take the test later in the year, but we don't take the test every day. We like practice for it. It's so like really annoying. Right, I'll explain to you why it's not. A, it shouldn't be annoying, because your school's score is going to be listed in a list with all the other schools in the state of New York, and everybody's going to be looking through this and go blah blah blah. Whoa. What school did that good? And they're going to say, oh, look at that. That? Oh, that's a Jewish school. And it's a huge Kiddush Hashem because the Jewish schools do much better. You just do. I know, but my school will do better even if I don't practice for it. I, like, I nobody don't comprehension. think so. I don't think so. Practice makes perfect. <laughs> All right? Okay, fine. But if you, so it's a way of doing something for your school. But I do so much for them. Do, really? What do you do? I go to school. That's doing them a favor? Yeah. I don't know. Why? Because you eat an extra piece of, 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 of hard cheese? What, what is it that you're doing for them? They're doing you a favor. I'm so adding my presents. You're getting your presents? I miss that. What does that mean? No, I'm like... Oh, your presents. I'm as a person. You're, be- you're being... So? Ah, I didn't, so I didn't realize you were famous. Let me tell you something. The school's doing you a favor. 
I mean, yes, it's wonderful when every kid comes to school and a person, a kid should feel like the school appreciates them when they come. But I think you're getting the better deal. I don't like school, so like. Ay, vey. You better. Listen, what grade are you in, you said? Six. Well, then you better get used to it because it's going to be around for a little while. I know. That's the problem. Yeah, what can I tell you? It would be so much better if we could grow up illiterate, right? Right. Yeah, then we all be like driving off the road because we couldn't read signs. I think that nobody should grow up. I think that would be a good idea. You and Peter Pan. Yeah. Okay, I think that's a great idea. I don't think so. You'd have nowhere to shop. You have nowhere to eat because no kids. So all the grown ups just stay grown ups and we'll stay kids. No, they shrivel off and then they eventually become ungrown ups. <laughs> but we won't talk okay, about fine. that. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Good night. Good night. That was a silly call. Good evening. Hello? How you doing? Good. What's cooking? What? They have such good Rebbe. They have such good what? Rebbe. Rebbe? Okay. Yeah. You're right. You should thank Hashem because Rebbe is very important. Here's your And for my teacher also. Oh, for my all my Rebbe's and teachers. Uh, okay. Then I will Okay. Thank you for calling. Hi, you. ah, you're on the air. Me? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hello? How you doing? My uh, good, uh, Baruch Hashem. That's great. What else? What? Okay, thanks for calling. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hi, how you doing? Um, I always get blamed for everything because in, in, in yeshiva, because I'm I'm tall, I'm big, Oi. and always, and I get blamed for everything because I'm big and I'm strong and everything. You know something? I happen to know from a lot of situations that that's not a joke. That does happen a lot. Kids that are bigger do get blamed for things more than others because they stick out. And... I don't have the answer for that. I don't know. And, you know, it's it's not even on purpose. But it, it's just, I, I think that, I think that eventually it will stop happening because eventually people just, it's something that happens in younger years. But I think that if someone blames you for something, I would approach them pri- privately and say, you know what, if you knew who I was, I'm not doing that. But it was actually happening since, like, three years ago in a long time, and it's not—it's never stopping. What grade are you in? I'm fifth. Okay. So, and you think you could, is, is, can you speak to your Rebbe about that? I spoke to all Rebbe. They try to do their best, but it doesn't work with the bullies over there. So, it's, it's, it's bullies that are bothering you, specifically? There's one bully, and he, and he tries to slap all the other guys in to be able to, like, go against me. So let me ask something. What's your, what's the best thing about you? Mm, I always get hundred on test. Okay, so that's the best thing. That's actually probably not the best thing about you. I can I, tell you. Um, you're, you're, I can tell you one thing that's really good about you is you know how to talk for yourself. Right. 
you're able to speak up and you're able to express yourself very nicely. Right. So if you decide that you want something, you could probably figure out a way of getting it. So you have right. to go into school and you have to decide that you're going to get a lot of kids, not the bully kids, a lot of the other kids to be your friends just by being friendly to them and being nice to them. If you get hundreds on tests by helping them and maybe by like helping them study or, or, or just by being a nice guy to these kids. I tried to be nice. I, I brought um, a book. Nobody likes playing with that kid, and he brings a lamination bowl. With a lamination, Mary says, right. he brings a lamination bowl, and he he always like does cheating rules, and nobody has an other bowl to be able to like um um tell him you know and everybody's gonna play with um that bowl instead of his bowl. And I tried to bring a bowl also, but and then then he was oh man whatever he was trying to convince other kids it's not a good bowl it's too light doesn't even go good it could pop very easily he's trying to get them um, not to play with my ball are you say so that doesn't sound like a good situation what about like inviting them over to play on, on like a Sunday or something is that possible around Shabbos or getting together with them on Shabbos I don't know are the kids in your neighborhood what there's one kid in my neighborhood but he wouldn't be interested anyway he's too busy too busy I'm trying to think about I think that if you just uh, do you think that there are, there, are there other kids that are affected by this also? It's, is it just you or is it other kids? There's one other kid that's a little bit affected. So yeah. they're only targeting you? No. Um, I'm sure the other kids don't like me. Since the kid in my class left, um, they were only targeting me. But when that kid was still in our class, then they were targeting both of us. Uh-huh. But the other kids like this this guy? Which guy? The bully, the guy that's bothering you. He's like a regular kid. They don't like him. They don't not like him. They're just regular. What would you be? What would be if you walked over to him privately, and you said, "Listen, you know it really, really bothers me when you do that to me. Could you please stop?" I'll start to poke fun of me. I'll talk to one of my friends. She, yeah, he thinks I'm bullying him. Yeah, he thinks this. He thinks that. I, but I didn't. I didn't say. To tell him that he's bullying you. you I have to tell him. Um, he knows that he's bullying me. Just it looks like he enjoys it. Uh huh. So that's a little bit of a problem. I would really try and involve uh, a Rebbe that you're close to, or I would speak to my parents about what they could do, and they should speak to your Rebbe about it, and maybe he could intervene. Maybe Already intervene. spoken. And by the way, I'm Ms. Russo, so it's much worse. And oh, I thought my re- my father called my Rebbe like ten times already, asked him to change my seat so I shouldn't be Ms. Russo. It works that two kids go together. Um, um, the kid that's across from you, um, you go um, and you're Ms. Russo, and I sit right across from him, so I need to be Ms. Russo. And uh, my father asked him to change my seat, so I guess I, I shouldn't be Ms. Russo anymore. And my Rebbe doesn't want him. Maybe a Rebbe wants that if you're Harusas, you should get along. Maybe he's hoping that that kid will change. He was always like that. His whole family is like that. Ah, so now you said something very interesting to me. So it's not that he's bullying you. He's just that type of personality. So he shouldn't make you feel bad then. If that's just his personality and that's just the way he is, then then that's the way he is.
It's, you know, like, he's not doing it on purpose. His whole family's like that. So, all right. That's just their nature. And, and, and they, they, you know, they can't help it. Actually, his brother stopped last year. Aha. Uh-huh. So then maybe he's going to grow out of it, too. The one thing that you need to get from this, if his whole family's like that, then you know it's not about you. Right. So you don't have to feel so bad. It's not about you. Actually, it's because a lot of times, like davening, he tries to make fun of me. Like, let's say but I'm, I'm sure davening, like, hi, he makes, like, um, boofalife, you know, like that kind of stuff. But if it wasn't you, it would probably be somebody else. Right. So I would just stay away from him. Like, try not to be in his area. I try, but he always asks me, could I play with you this? Could I play with you that? What I would, him a lot of you told him, I would love to play with you, but you make fun of me. You make, you make me feel bad. No, and then, and then I will we'll tell him, because all, all my, my other friends have to be my friend. Yeah, he, he blames everybody for nothing. and this. So always tell him, I'm not, I'm, not teaching, I'm, no, I'm not telling anybody on you. I'm not speaking to anybody about it. I'm speaking to you. Okay. Listen, good luck. It sounds like a tough situation. But try a few things that I said, and I'd love for you to call me back next week and tell me what happens. Okay. Okay, thanks. Bye. Be strong, my friend. It's going to be good. Okay, okay, bye. Bye. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, hello? How you doing? Um, I, I mean, uh, what should I do with some people... When they play games, like running games, they don't let me play. I would. That You're the only person they don't let play? Yeah. Okay. And one more. And one more. I would go with that boy. I would go over to them and say, could we please play? Why aren't you letting me play? They, well, I already tried that. And what'd they say? No. What do you mean? Who made them king of the world? How can it be No. Say, why no? If I want to play, I can play. What would they say? I, I just, it happened a few days. And what did they say? No. So I would go over to my Rebbe and I would say, I really want to play. And I wouldn't say who. I would say, and somebody is not letting me play, and they're not letting me play. Could you please help me out? And then, uh, and then he, he, it's not that you got them in trouble, but you told your Rebbe there's a problem. Okay. Uh, Thank you for calling. Thank you. This is our last caller. How are you? You're on the air. I would say who. I would say if somebody is not late. I want to thank Hashem I, that for my glasses that without that, then I won't be able <laughs> to see. Okay. Thank you. Very, very nice. Okay. I thought you were say with your glasses you won't be able to drink. Okay. And we have a last caller. You're on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Hi. Me? Yes, our last caller. What's on your mind? Um, school's too restricted for me. It is? Yes. What grade are you in? Sixth. Wait, it gets much more. <laughs> yeah, but but till then what? You'll live. You'll live, my my friend. You'll live. I, I'm not living. I'm, I'm basically on the verge of throwing up. I can't. No, we all survive. Take a bag with you if you're on the verge of throwing up. But we no, all survive. Like, like, but really, I can't do anything. Recess is way too short. I'm basically like counting so the seconds. So here's my message to you. Grow up, become a principal of a school, and make your own rules. 
Yeah, I want to open a school. And also, um, um, we like really don't we can't do anything without teachers' permission. And I know. Uh, listen, lunch, we have listen. to ask her to go to the bathroom. You, will grow, you will grow up, and you will be able to go to the bathroom without permission. It will I know, happen. I, I promise you. By your chasana. It's really annoying. We're like in a cage. Uh, you understand what I'm telling you? This is what no. being a kid's about. You'll survive. By your chasana, I promise you, you'll be able to go to the bathroom without permission. I wanna, I wanna, Our I show is over. I want to say one last thing. We are going to put together this evening, this 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 asifa, this rally for kids to scream out how much they love Hashem. Look at how many kids called tonight and all the great things that we said. We're going to have a contest. Kids are going to write in. They're going to have contests. People are going to, are going to get to talk on stage. And we're going to have hookups. And we're going to have cookups and, 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 and whatever they're called. And we will have an event. And it's going to be for kids. We need a sponsor. So if you want to spend your money in a good way, call J-Root during the day. Number is 718-683-5858 and sponsor our event. This is Simcha Cohen. To have a great week. See you next week.